spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Friday. I'll tell you who's happy. If you're on death row in Arizona, you're pretty happy. Yeah. You're not going to get the good night needle, at least for right now. Did you hear the lead story at ABC News? A little pause News? going on there. How about that? Right. Some guy wanted to actually, he tried to speed up the thing. Aaron Brian Gunches. And now uh, uh, he wants to pause mm. all of this, and they're going to look at everything. All right, so Governor Katie Hobbs announced um, that she's got a new death penalty independent review commissioner on Friday. What about that pace? You know, I'd like to know how much that pays, too. You know, you and I could always have a second career. Uh, you and I like the death penalty. I, I, I think, uh, if, listen, you go and you kill a kid. Crying out loud, let's wipe you off the face of the earth. Yeah. Let's do it. So here's what, so so right now in the state of Arizona, we're pushing pause on executions. Let's just bring you up to speed. We just started them again last year. Yeah, we did three last year. We did three last year. So it we was just an, firing up the conveyor belt. I know. It was an eight-year hiatus where we didn't do anything out here. Because remember, uh, you know, eight, eight, nine years ago, we put a guy to death and he was, you know, it was uh, the, the drugs. It didn't really put him out too much. And, you know, we had to kind of wake him up and it was a little grisly. But yeah, again, hey, we got to start over again. Wait, yeah, what? Listen, we're going to give you a little bit more needles and all that kind of stuff. And then they finally, you know, killed him. And But it was eight years. First one this year went a little, uh, you know. A little long? A little long? Yeah, but that wasn't bad. No, 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 no. They had to put something in his groin, and that's what they were, they were, uh, that's what the, the guy was bellyaching about. Listen, just lay there, and, and let's move on. But after an eight-year hiatus in 2022, we put three people to death. Now we're in 2023. We have a new governor. This is a big move. Uh, I didn't really hear this in any of her speeches. I didn't hear that she was going to pause the death well, penalty I guess this in Arizona. Was part of her one hundred, uh, the first hundred days. This was part of her. Uh, I didn't hear plan. that on the campaign trail. Yeah, did you? So, no, I didn't hear anything on the campaign trail. Okay, uh, we talked just seven days ago. Governor Hobbs was here in the studio. This is what it sounds like to me. She's putting together all these, like, panels. Yes. Let's have a panel for the border. Uh, let's have a, a panel for death penalties. Let's have a panel for, uh, you know, that, that I don't know, man. The, let's meet about this. Now, a, lot of, a lot of people meeting about stuff, and I know it's just the beginning of her tenure and stuff, but it, to me it sounds like she's just setting up a whole bunch of commissions. And I'm not really a fan of that. Uh, and I don't really... This is my one question. Why are you pausing it now? Why are you pausing the death penalty in Arizona right this second? Do you not think the drugs work? Or so much of what it are you is. totally against the death penalty and you want it? And, and this is your you way of saying it. I'm totally against it, but without saying I'm totally against it. Hmm. So what they want to is improve transparency, accountability and safety for the execution process. Right. Review the process. He went in. Okay. Alive, he came out dead. I don't, what's the other process? Yeah. Uh, I thought we did it successfully three times last year after not doing it for eight years. And wasn't there also issues about getting some of the drugs and some people weren't making them, then they wouldn't sell. It was just, it's ridiculous. Uh, firing squad? Well, we've talked about it. You know, and a lot of people say that's that's inhumane. It actually, it's the best. We talked to experts. It's actually the best way to do it. It is fast. It is quick. Uh, it is cheap. Yeah. But uh, we'll continue to look into the story. But this is uh, this is the breaking news. Governor Katie Hobbs, we pushed the pause button on death penalties in Arizona. 
well, they look at this and then they're... I don't know what you're looking at. Well, they're going to go... I, I have no idea either. I mean, what are you looking at? You've got 110 people on death row right now. Right. And what is the reality? Because yeah, as we all know, it, it's A, it's not like the deterrent that people would like think because this isn't the Old West. They don't take you out back in five minutes and hang you after the thing. No. You get, you know, most people die of old age. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. So it's a little confusing. Apparently there's one execution like in the pipeline. Okay. And that Chris Mays, the new attorney general, has tried to pause that execution. She say why? I'm guessing she's against the death penalty. Now, is this, just my guess. is this the guy who actually tried to expedite his execution, then he hit pause in January, early January? I don't know the answer to that, but from what I can tell with this executive order and the new commissioner on the death penalty, the governor says that this person will release a report following each execution. That, to me, does not say executions are paused. No, it says paused here. Oh, it's paused, man. It's paused. I think they're pausing right the now. one executed. There's only one person in the queue. Okay. You see what I'm saying? They're trying to pause that one person. Well, it doesn't mean that they've paused all executions going forward permanently. You're saying that you think they paused one execution and not all of them? See, I, I see it as they... There's only one in the queue. But there, there are other people that There's are on death row ready to go. They haven't been scheduled, though. Yeah, but they're going to be scheduled sometime this year. We've got three last year. We're going to have more than one this year. Could be. Uh, yeah. So they've paused one, but they won't schedule anymore until they get. Is that what you have? Executions are paused. Executions is what it's. That's what I saw too. Because why would the governor come out today and say I'm hiring a new commissioner that will release a report following each execution, detailing recommendations on how to improve the process? Why would they need recommendations on how to improve the process if they were pausing the process? I don't even know how you improve the process. What do you want? Kind of kill them? Better drugs? I I guess. What? Yeah. Better drugs. Uh, I, I think, uh, put it this way, I don't think that, that there's, there's, I don't think it's a gray area. We're not executing anybody right now until they figure this thing out. So that's the way I take yeah, it. Yeah, so it is, so they have paused, there was one in the, one in, in the queue. One is, in the queue, and that was that Brian <laughs> Gunches guy, said. Aaron yeah. Brian Gunches. Yeah. And uh, now that is paused, and all will be paused until further notice. Well, they, they're they going to put a report together in the last three and see what yeah, happens. Nobody's getting executed until this report yeah. comes out. She said, Arizona has a history of mismanaged executions that have resulted in serious questions and concerns about ADCRR's execution protocols and uh, lack of transparency. I disagree. I disagree. So then we 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 took eight years to study it, and then we we resumed it, and yeah. we were successful yeah, last we year. Were three, with three for three. Yeah, <laughs> listen, if you go three for three, that's pretty good. I'm playing softball tonight. I'll take three for three in the first that's game. Not very nice, Chad. I'm just throwing it out Thank there. Thank you. Well, they are three. three for three. Were they successful in putting three people to death? The answer is yes. Was it inhumane? The answer is no. Compared to the way that their victims died, right? The answer is definitely hell no. Right. Right. Exactly. So. Paul's button execution, state of Arizona. Uh, it, it is again. We, wh- wh- what did we say during the election? Uh, it, there were two candidates. Arizona was going to change one way or another. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Katie Hobbs is starting to change the state, and that's what we said would happen. If the other gal won, she would change the state in a way that that she feels uh, fit. But she lost, even though she doesn't know it yet. Governor Hobbs is making decisions, uh, and one of her first big ones. Would you say this is one of her first big ones? Yeah, this is her. I think this is the first big actual decision yeah. that she's made. This that was an executive order uh, okay. as a pause, as opposed to like the the border stuff. So much of that's been done by you know with 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 law, you know, with the cases that have gone through and they decide to move stuff or stuff that that's been done. 
without her having to make a decision, even though she might have wanted something to go somewhere, which happens now a lot in politics, where they like to defer to usually a court system to figure something out. Yeah, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, and I don't know, think anything is broken But if you don't believe in, in this, okay, and which I think is probably what she wants to okay, say, if is if I don't she believe in this. Doesn't believe in it. Come out and say it. Well. Yeah, she hasn't done that. She's it, it, let's say she doesn't believe in executions. Yeah, our governor doesn't believe in it, and you know, putting this transparency, you know, bullcrap stuff out there. We're going to review. We're going to do all this kind of stuff is a way to stop executions. I, I'd probably like to know that. And and can the governor just make us a state that that doesn't execute anyone anymore? Well, that has to, that has to be that's legal stuff. Yeah, you're going to have to go through the courts. That's, that's a court. Not the courts. You're going to have to go through the the legislators. Going to have to come through, and they're going to have to debate. And that's what the that's what having the other elected officials are for. Yeah. All right, Katie Hobbs, uh, the governor of Arizona, has pushed the pause button on executions. Just come out and say you don't like the death penalty. I feel like you're beating around a bush because you don't like the death penalty, and it's your way of saying I don't like the death penalty without saying it. No, if you don't like the death penalty, you don't like the death. There you go. Just I like the I like the death penalty. Um. So I want to know. We'll have to keep our eye on it. I don't, I'm not sure. It's a big. It's a big decision. And by the way, she dropped it on a Friday. Yeah. And there's something to be said about dropping something on a Friday, and people forget about it by Monday. And this seems like a big one to me. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder what the breakdown is in Arizona. We'll look that up. Maybe wise man a study that, that is. At, what is the percentage of Arizonans that are for and against the death penalty? Because my guess, you pray, I, I guess Arizona's for it. Yeah. California's okay. for it, so Arizona's got to be for it, for God's <laughs> sakes. All right, coming up next, it is the biggest uh, sporting event in the world right now. <laughs> it's bigger than soccer worldwide. No, I tease. It is bigger than pickleball, and you like pickleball. There's a new sport. It's called competitive. There's not going to be an old person's uh, <laughs> no. slap fight. It's called competitive slapping, uh, and it's taken over the world of sports. Wait until you hear it. Ugh. We're going to let you hear it. My goodness, this is crazy. All you need to do is just hear it to go. <sighs> Talk about it next. Gatos and Chat Show. That's right, Kato's and Chad show. We will slap you and you will enjoy it. So just deal with it. By the way, we've got a podcast. I'll tell everybody why you're saying that. Oh, you. uh, you're going to wait. To get us Chad show podcast, you'll love it. iPhone, Android, never miss any of the exciting action. Uh, brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com, higherprice.bam. Got All right. Competitive eating. Uh, that's a sport. Uh, we even had who's the guy who's the who's the main guy competitive eating. We had him in studio. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Remember when we had him uh, in studio eating wings against Lloyd Banks, uh, and he just he gave Lloyd a good you know like literally he slapped like, him around like three wing head start and crushed him. Uh, so those are kind of weird sports. How about not competitive eating? How about competitive slapping? Wait until you hear this, literally. The rules are pretty simple. Open hand only. Don't hit the temple, ear, neck, or nose. You got that? Yep. Basically, you stand there across some, a barrel from each other, and you take turns hitting each other. Okay, so the way oh, that, that sounds like a winner. <laughs> the way that I see it. Uh, first you stand there, that guy hits you, and then you get him. Remember that movie with Sylvester Stallone, Over the Top? Oh, God, what a great movie. What that a was, great movie, right? I'm going to save my kid, because yeah. I'm awesome, I'm going to go over the top. He was a truck driver, and he would stop at certain places and arm wrestle somebody. Yeah. So I want you to think of it. It's that kind of setup for competitive mm-hmm. slapping. That's how close you are. It's just the, but you're, 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 there's a, this little buffer in between you. 
and you slap your opponent as hard as you can. <laughs> For the one being slapped, no flinching. Whoa! Here's your windup. Yes. Michael Okuma got into competitive slapping about a year ago. I came across my feed one day. I was sucked in by it. A show debuting tonight on TBS features 30 athletes hoping to athletes. slap their way to the first title fight in the history of this little-known sport. Slap Jim Ryan, ABC News. Well, those okay. are slapletes, by the way. They're not athletes. Slapletes. Slap like and so, I want to be the announcer. What do you think he should do here? Well, if I was him, I would do the only thing you can do in this sport, which is slap them. Yeah. I've seen this online. Have you seen this online, Becky Lynn? I have not. I, but did anybody watch the debut? It was, what, night before last or something I like saw that? all the knockouts I needed to see. <laughs> I, I've never seen anything like it. I, I can't imagine. I saw people get knocked out. The lady, was it a lady that got slapped so hard? Uh, a wise man, it was the lady that got slapped so hard. Then they give you 30 seconds to get up and get, try to recover. Wow. And she kind of, and they like catch you and she stumble around. Like the NFL would, unless you're Tua, they would have pulled you off the field. <laughs> right. This girl, she kind of stumbles and then she does a somersault because she's kind of out like a light. I saw a guy last night because I knew we were going to do the story today. I saw a guy. Uh, it was like, I don't know how many times they get slapped. Is that his face? Was it was good? like the third. Yeah, you saw that? So the the right side of his face, because he's getting slapped by a right-handed person. So it's the left side of his face. Um, it was about four or five times bigger than the other side. It was so swollen, Becky Lynn, I can't even Here, tell you. Okay. It, it was, was like brutal. He looked like Madonna. Question. It said, <gasps> okay, remember he said, if you're the one being slapped, no flinching. So yeah. I assume that means... Yeah. If you get hit, you can't flinch. But do they have to catch you? Can you duck? Oh, you know, no. in boxing, no, you, you duck. can duck. No, no. You, no, you have to stand no, there and take stand it. stand there and take it. No, See, it's not a fight. It's not a fight. It's a slap. It's slap fight. So right. I would think you have, to, you have to be able to catch the person to slap uh, The people that I saw... Uh, didn't get caught. They went right down like a sack of yeah. bricks. I yeah. don't understand. Why would anybody want to be in that? Because people are desperate they, for oh attention. My gosh. They're desperate for... This is like... it's. It was a big sport in Eastern European countries where pretty much anything goes. You right, know, like right. Belarusia, Moldovia. You know, and, you know, where they have... It's either that sport today or they're going to do the quick draw where everybody wears a uh, bulletproof vest. So it is that kind of weird thing and they're doing it to survive because, you know, they're trying to make money to feed their family. Oh, that's different. These yeah. people are attention hounds. They just yeah. want to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. and they want to, and they feel that they could take a slap like that. So when you uh. look at the world of boxing, okay, uh, that's a fight. Uh, some amateur boxers wear the headgear, but obviously, if you're, you know, heavyweight champion or something like that, uh, you've got the boxing gloves on, so yeah, it's not. But you learn to, to but, bob and duck no, but and get weave, that. You but, know. but the actual punch still hurts. Sure. But again, you still have a boxing glove on. It's not bare knuckles. This is a this is a bare open handed yeah. slap. Yeah. And I will. T- uh, we have a couple of slaps here. I don't know if we can really feel the full effect. Oh, you'll feel it. Okay. That's how you got, baby. That's how you got. All right. I don't know what that was, but that was awesome. Yeah. That's somebody's face that's getting hit. And in the day and age that we live in, with concussions and... Uh, Tell me I'm supposed to care about the NFL again right. if this is something that's now our entertainment. In the NFL, they have spotters now who sit in the, in the stands. And if they feel that a, a football player hit the ground with his head or was hit in the head... Or is acting a little suspicious. They immediately call down to the sidelines and that player is now pulled off Obviously, except if you're Tua Tunga-Vailoa, because they let him out there three or four times this year. But 
in this thing, this is one of the most brutal things I've ever seen. And one of those guys, if I'm right, uh, that was the thing that that was the TBS one you showed me yesterday, right? Steve? One of, so Wiseman shows me this thing. Yes, one of those guys did the uh, Tua Tungavalo thing, where his hands were all like that. Oh after, my gosh! Oh yeah! Oh, see, he was knocked out, and there was definite. And, they, and then they put concussion. the little time up. He's got 30 seconds to get up. This is ridiculous. And you know what? Brutal. We all watch it because it's awesome. Sorry. It's awesome? Yes. It's awesome. It is really? awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. I see you don't nothing see it. awesome. You don't see it. You, mm-hmm. you, you, but you'll get sucked in. You're like, I wonder when the next guy's going to get slapped harder. And you, you watch it. smart those people sound. I got into this. And last year we talked like this before we got into slap fighting. What killed me is that, you know, the objective is basically if you knock the other guy out, you win. Yeah. And so while the one guy is seizing on the ground and his arms are locking up, the other guy's running around like he just won. Like, like he's circling him. Two weeks ago, we were all praying for DeMar Hamlin when he got knocked out and had to be revived on the field. And right. here we are two weeks later creating a sport where the objective is to knock somebody unconscious. Knock somebody and out. And hope they can't get up. Right. It's ridiculous. Uh, UFC. And Pablo, you're a big UFC fan. Uh, they have a referee in there that will stop you after you start pummeling the guy. Those sports are commissioned. There's a state yeah. commission for them. So, right. yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, UFC is brutal, too. There's, they're, they're bare well, knuckled. Uh, they're kicking. They're John hitting. John McCain, right? He called it human cockfighting. He couldn't stand it. Because right. originally, you got a guy like Tank Abbott that's 310 pounds fighting a guy that's 105. Now, like Pablo said, it's like boxing. They've got commissions. There's weight classes. It is not... The, the human cockfight of insanity that once was. This feels like uh, just something you'd see in some weird third world, you know. A, a bit, you know or what? something that went off the rails in a bar really late at night. But people want to see if you can stand up after getting hit like that. And as barbaric as that sounds, that's us. We What's like that, that kind of stuff. So what does that say about us? Uh, it says that we like this kind of thing. I We're know, a mess. But yeah. that's, that's sad. Yeah. It's exactly. Kind of sad. Competitive slapping. It's awesome. Anyway, coming up next, a new study says 96% of Americans are looking for a new job. How can that be right? That can't be right. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, just play the song. It's better than what we've got here. Right? The Beatles are better than anything we're going to talk about. All right, let's do this. (laughs) Hot day's night, everyone. Uh, There's something called rage applying in the workplace. Uh, This is interesting. Okay. I'll tell you guys this right now. (laughs) We've had, what, quiet quitting? Yes. We've had, uh, what was the other one where you just don't do anything? Uh, we've had so many, because, you know, they have to name it. Now, there's a new thing out there, and it is called Rage Applying. Yes. This is where potential employees are really, really frustrated over, you know, they may not have got the job they wanted. They may not have got the compensation they wanted. And this means rapidly applying for a number of jobs. And they're saying, if you believe it, within a day, a week, not only are they getting a new job, they're getting a hefty raise. So like this guy right here, right? He takes TikTok. He's mad. Why? <laughs> And, and remember, quiet quitting is, uh, what'd you say, 96% of people say they're looking for a new job? I don't know how that's right, but yeah. So that means that everybody everybody out here Becky is Lynn. all looking for, Becky Lynn, Becky Lynn stop everybody typing. here is looking for a new job. Stop typing. So, 
Stop typing. I'm not typing. Well, you're looking looking for a new job. job. Oh, you thought I was filling out some now. Come on. Here's a perfect example of a guy who's upset. Well, when you passed me again for that promotion, I just rage applied to like 30 different roles and was able to land one that pays $35,000 more. And that's what it is. Wow. You're okay where you are. You're still efforting somewhat while you're also quiet quitting. But then... Your boss does something. They pass you up for a job. They yep. tell you no on the race. They tell you, you got to come back to work and actually work. They whatever, and then you go straight back to your desk. And within minutes, you've sent out twenty, fifty, forty, hundred as many resumes as you can to anything because you're a child. Oh. <laughs> Do you really think that they're being a child? I think for some people it is. Play yeah. that clip again. Okay. Okay. So he. So was, I want to hear this again. Okay. Well, when you passed me again for that promotion, I just rage applied to like 30 different roles and was able to land one that pays $35,000 more. Okay. Rage. All right. Let me, let me just talk to that man first. You need to leave. I think he's going to. You have to. If yeah. you, because, and there's one reason. You've been passed up how many times? Well, here's... If you get passed up over and over again, guess what, dude? You ain't the guy, and you ain't going to get that job, and you got to leave and try it somewhere else. I know, like, man, I've been here for like I can't three blame weeks well, now, that's different. and they're not even making me president? No, no but that's, that's, that's... That I wouldn't be for. Let's say let's, three years. Yeah, let's... Because I've known people... Yeah, oh, absolutely. Have, I've known people who have tried to get, you know, a job at the same, the same, the same gig year after year. Can I get that promotion? year after year and they don't get it and what do I say to the person you gotta leave yeah. man yeah they don't You're not want, appreciate it th- well no it's not even that you might not be good enough yeah or maybe they time. are and they're still not you maybe, know there's lots yeah, of reasons there's lots the of reasons the boss doesn't like you and the yeah, boss that could be it for that particular job the boss isn't gonna give it to you why are you sticking around for three years the writing's already on the wall but go the, ahead and leave there's the other side of this so many of the people that are doing this are people that are in their early 20s to mid-20s. You haven't been there for 10 years. Right. And you've already had six jobs. So, you know, you're you're jumping because you wanted something because that other person rage quit because they could have gone somewhere else. If somebody offers you more money... Yeah, you absolutely have to entertain it. I don't think that people think that way anymore. I think they want the immediacy mm. of a promotion. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that's pretty much the way it is. I want to keep going up and up and up. Uh, for Like for me, I did I, when I, first, I'm, I'm here almost 25 years. I didn't get the job I wanted for 12 years. I did a job I didn't really want to do here for 12 years. And the only reason I did it is because I wanted to get the job. But it took me forever. Um, and at the end of it, it was worth it. But it wasn't that I kept getting necessarily passed up for it. It's like, you're just not good enough yet. You're not there yet. You're not old enough. You're still too young. But, it's all that kind of thing. But if you had done, like, uh, let's say back at the time, 25 years ago, you yeah. could have worked in the mailroom. And let's say that you were in the mailroom and said, you know, I'd really like to learn to be a producer. Could you train me? And they, no, no. That's you different. just stay that's in the mailroom. Yeah, you, that's, you a, that's a different so thing. That, but that could happen. And then it's yeah. like, okay, I'm done. I've offered. I, I have skills. They're not letting me do it. Yeah. I'm leaving here. I, I think Chad's got a point, though. If you're a younger worker out there, uh, if they you have don't, zero patience. 
it's very tough to, to have somebody with. You could not do right. Karate Kid today because nobody is going to allow Mr. Miyagi to <laughs> wax on, wax off. Dude, I need to be a black belt in like an hour, bro. Yeah, that's how we like it now. Yeah, because it's a TikTok society. Right. And so they go and they ra- they're slow in many ways and very passive. And on the other side of it, they're angry because they also said it's when your boss and you may disagree about something, people will be angry and then rage quit. So wait, your boss, you're like, I don't think you're doing it right. This isn't how we do it here. Let us show you. That's some of the things people are getting upset about. And they're, mm. See, I did the opposite. I'm like, I'm going to stay right here in your face, and I'm going to show you I can do it. And one day you will say, you're right. You can, you can do it. I just took it a different way. Plus, nobody else wanted me. Yeah. So there there is that. Coming up next. Uh, what do you do when a well-respected person starts spreading cons- conspiracy theories? Gatos and Chad Show. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, coming up at 3.05, something we've done uh, throughout the week. We're keeping you up to date on the evil Scottsdale. Taking water away from Rio Verde foothills. Uh, And there are people out there that aren't flushing the toilets anymore. They're not taking showers. They emptied their pools so they could collect rainwater. It's not a joke. Uh, There was a big meeting uh, there today with the mayor, the evil mayor of Scottsdale. Evil mayor. And uh, I love when you do that, man. That's awesome. We are waiting for him. <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk. <laughs> That's to what he said when he turned off the pipe. I bet you will get no more water. We'll talk to the Arizona state representative who met with the evil mayor of the Scottsdale, and hopefully uh, uh, that person said, "Turn the damn water back on," or "Why don't you figure something out, lazy?" Anyway. Let my people go. Turn the damn water back on. All right, that's 305. We'll give you the latest on uh, the water being shut off in a uh, neighborhood near Scottsdale. Tony Dungy, horrible human being. He's not a horrible no, human I'm being. No, I'm just going by what everybody said. He's a right-wing zealot, and he is Let's a tell everybody bigot. who he is first. Uh, he is a, uh, a beloved football announcer, was the first uh, African-American coach to win a Super Bowl uh, as a coach. He's uh, on NBC. He's on NBC. He's, I'm a little worried about him. Look a little thin lately. Uh, and, uh, you know, he got behind. Well, he, he tweeted out about a conspiracy theory that was was ridiculous. OK, but that's only a portion of what it is. It's easy to attack him because of his faith. He was at the March for Life today talking about DeMar Hamlin, how great it was that America came together to pray for him. Mm-hmm. And so it's it just it, that's a great thing to attack him. And looking at the reactions about the, you know, how much he hates trans kids and how he's uh, it is. Well, let's talk about the tweet for a second. So I guess he retweeted a, a conspiracy theory that uh, there were what litter boxes, litter boxes yeah. put in schools because. Yeah. Uh, that's where, if you're a, a, a transgendered child, that's where there's, they want to go to the bathroom in and stuff like that. And obviously, that's not true. I don't know why Tony Dungy Well, here, would... here, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Why can't that not be true in the wackiness? Because he retweeted something because above it, mm-hmm. now, the, the, the cat thing is silly. Yeah. The Minnesota House member advocated for a bill requiring menstrual products in boys' school bathrooms because not all menstruating people are female. Yeah. Oh, let me go a little further. So part of that debunked theory with the litter boxes, it was a claim that some kids uh, want to go in a litter box because they I, they identify as cats. Yeah. OK, that didn't happen. And I don't know why Tony Dungy did that. But I think what you bring up is a good point. He's getting uh, trashed because he is a Christian. Yeah. And he uh, to be honest, I've seen him speak. He sp- spoke at my church, CCV. Uh, I really like Tony Dungy. I think he did something stupid. And you know what? 
Christians aren't perfect. And he came out and he apologized for it. Isn't that what we're supposed what, what, what to do? About, about the, 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 the cat litter thing? Yeah. So what? So what? He, okay. he tweeted something stupid. Right. He didn't tweet something horrific. Well, he tweeted something that you could take uh, that is against transgendered kids. Uh, how so, is a going to the bathroom in a litter box? Th- or how you identify. Again, well, I, first listen, of all, I don't if make you're the an adult and you're or a child and you're going to the bathroom in the litter box, there's we need no to have one a real going, conversation. There's not a human being going to the bathroom in a litter box. But he retweeted well, it. We're going to talk to somebody about the no, water no, no. thing. That might We're, be happening sooner rather than later out there. He yeah. tweeted something that's not happening. Uh, yes. Okay. But and he also tweeted, yes, which again was silly. It was a conspiracy theory. Move on with it. But that is not apologizing. How, what does that have to do with transgender kids? If you think you're a cat, you're not transgender. You're think, trans species. Yeah, I think if you're well, if you're transgender, you identify as as not the sex you were born in as. So, but I think, you don't identify as okay, a different but you're, critter. Yeah, no, I get that. I, no, I get it. I mean, you're talking about identifying as a cat. The kids are not. They're doing. trying to. They're trying to get at him any way possible, and so it's just easy to say, well, that's because you hate transgender kids. Mm. Well, first of all, trans uh, transgender kids uh, don't go to the bathroom in the litter box. Correct. Then why so, did he retweet that? So Stupidity. Well, because well, what he was trying to say it. about the insanity of the world where we have right. to put, you know, right. uh, tampons inside boys' bathrooms because, right. you know, it, it, they but, can have periods, But he didn't too. say that there. Well, no, but that's what it was. That's what he retweeted on top of that. Then yeah. he added that part to it. I, I, I Let's get away from the Twitter stuff. Basically, what we have here is a man who is a Christian who is invited all over the world to speak. He's, he's very good at speaking. Uh, he makes you think. Uh, and then some people say it was a transphobic tweet. I think at the end of the day, um, you got to remember, if you're a Christian, you love your neighbor. And sometimes we don't do that as Did Christians. Did he say he hated anybody? No, he did not. Well, then let's not put words in anybody's mouth. This is an easy thing to do to say you're not part of the alphabet army, so we can come after you. We don't like your faith. Believe what we believe. Champion what we champion or we'll come for you. Today, he was at the pro-life thing. They're going after him saying NBC needs to fire him now for not having choice. And that's the stuff. Believe what I believe or else. All right. Coming up next. Our next guest met with the mayor of Scottsdale. This fight? Was it? Fist fight? Water balloons? No. There was a meeting. Did he tell him to turn the water back on for Rio Verde foothills? Uh, We'll speak to him coming up next.